Welcome to Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Porter Singer. We are talking about Songs of Eden and Mind's new release, I Am The Love, J Ma, which is out today. I will be playing the full track at the end of the podcast. You can also, you know, go and listen to it on your own time, but it will be at the end of the podcast in case you're curious to hear it. I'm speaking with the creators of the card deck that inspired this song and the ones that we're going to be releasing next. We have a total of 10 tracks so far. There are 44 cards, so there will be more to come, but for now we did the first 10. And this one, this card that we based I Am The Love J Ma on is the mother card. So in this episode, we're gonna be talking with Nina and Edie about the artwork behind the card, what it meant to them, what you know the importance of mother is in the inner child, you know, work and healing work in general in family constellations, which is something that Nina does. And yeah, it's a short little episode. So um, we're we're keeping these short and sweet and we will we'd love to hear your feedback so let um let me know how you're enjoying the song and if you have the deck and yeah here we go okay all right well edie and nina uh such a pleasure to have y'all welcome thank you thank you so do either of you feel inspired to begin talking about this card? Like Nina? Sure. Um, well, so, so far I have not had anyone uh, not react to the mother card or to that idea of like, let's look at, tell me about your mother, you know, tell me about what you, how you felt about her as a child and how you feel now about what you feel about her and what's unresolved. So I feel the mother card is like kind of this pillar, mother and father, of course, right? But they're big pillars in inner child work and in healing in general. And um, yeah, <laughs> I could go on for days, right? But <laughs> to sum it up. Yeah, well, and we did the, or I've done your, your online um, meditation, which I didn't realize at the time because you didn't have the deck or maybe I wasn't aware of the deck, but it has Edie's beautiful artwork for the card. And then you take everyone through this visualization, which is really powerful. I'll link it in the, in the show notes, but how did yeah, you come really, up with that? It's beautiful. So in, in family constellation work, there is this really important idea of the right distance and where, and the right order. So our parents, when we think of time and space and a family tree, our parents come before us. Our mother and father give us life and therefore they, they belong behind us. So our mother behind our left shoulder, our father behind our right shoulder. But of course, we have to honor our own sense of comfort. Some parents might be abusive or you might not want the parent right there. Okay. And so the distance is up to you. And that meditation invites you to find the right distance so that your body can feel relaxed and you can still receive some support from them. But for some clients, initially, the mother is literally a football field away and that's okay. Like there is, there's no right or wrong, but over time, as we clarify our own inner space and that our mother's feelings are not our feelings, her pain does not belong to us. We stop turning towards our parents. I think 
um, what happens when we're entangled or there's not this right sense of place and belonging in a family, the child becomes a helper and energetically turns towards mom or dad and tries to take their pain. And this is very unconscious, right? And if this happens a lot when a parent is addicted or alcoholic or depressed, I mean, for many reasons, mom, I will take your pain. I will not be too much trouble for you. I'll take care of you. And when we're turning towards a parent, we're turning to the past, right? Energetically, we're facing away from our life. And so, so much of, of the work of healing is to, mm. to notice, like, am I facing my life as an adult? Or am I still with that little child, with my inner child, trying to tend to what I can't, I can never fix that. I can never take that on. It's hmm. so beautiful. The, the work, um, the booklet is so powerful too, when, when you read the information in the booklet and the card deck. So Edie, what was your process with creating the artwork for this card in particular? I guess we'll just talk about this card, but. Well, so yeah, it's funny because the, a lot of the cards, kind of all of them, except for one, maybe two, I forget, Nina, the father card. Father, yeah. <laughs> Interesting name. <laughs> The father card took the longest um, for both of us. Huh. And um, so what I was going to say, the all the art for the whole deck was already made. So when Nina and I came together and incubated the idea and started the whole journey, the all the art, like it was going into a you know, catalog of, of art of my life and, and just going through and finding first, just what resonated, like, I guess, visually, energetically, right? Like just picking out like, oh, this could be something, this could be, and then paring it down and then deciding how many cards there will even be. And then, and then starting to match or come up with the, the subjects, the themes and finding the right image for it, which is what a lot of what Nina did. Uh, in the beginning process of that. And then uh, the mother card was, I hadn't painted it as a mother. Like I hadn't painted it as a, um, I remember painting it in the fall. And I remember, because there's the leaves that fall around a tree, but then the colors are so soft and pink. And oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah. Here, well, I don't think that we can actually see that. Nina, you have to talk for us to see that. Oh, okay. So here's the, we have the tree. So she's inside of the tree and we have hearts that are like leaves. And that's what Edie was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels very right for me. Like it's made every sense in the world when Nina was like, this is the mother. And I'm like, yeah, but I had not even, you know, like it just had been an image for me that I, that came through and that I translated is kind of how I like to call it and then and then it it's leading its own life now which is so cool and and it made such sense and even for when I present the deck I sell them and, and show them in markets where I sell my work and I always put the mother card out like I put like you know maybe between 12 and 16 cards out and because I know that whenever it's out someone or a few someone's every day will just kind of pull to it and go woo, and pick it up and so there's something about the card I feel that's definitely very magnetic um which seems also again for the mother theme to me very fitting yeah 
Yeah. yeah. I like too how it um, is part of the tree because it feels also very neutral and universal. Like it could be Mother Earth. Mm. Uh, it could be the feeling of being embraced. It could, yeah. And that's, that was kind of the, why I wrote the, the song that I did for that card, because I realized so much of my own um, journey around, you know, uh, healing my relationship with my mother has to do with no longer looking to her for, to be something specific for me, you know, that like I have, the tree exists for all of us. Like we don't, you know, we don't need a specific tree to feel at home on earth. We can, um, we can feel grateful that we have oxygen in general, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful that you say that Porter, because that's exactly, I feel the destination, one of the destinations of this journey that we're taking the user of the deck on is that is to realize if your mother could have done something else, I mean, she would have done it. And if you're still waiting as an adult for her to give you love in a way that you wanted or for her to see you approve of you, it might never come. And so we do have to give it to ourselves. Right. And and that I love that. Yes. Like the mother is like, we have to find our own inner loving, compassionate mother and father. <laughs> mm, yeah. You use the word reparenting sometimes in the deck too, which I, I was first introduced to by a, a hypnotherapist. And I know you're so well-researched where, where did that word come from? Do you know? It's a good question. Um, Carl Jung, you know, is the one, one of the first ones I think that I can identify who started talking about the inner child and the archetypes of the inner child. You know, there's the innocent child, there's the eternal child, like he has many inner archetypes. So it might be him. I'll, I'll check that and we can confirm that, but that's a good question. But definitely this idea is, is all over the place now, you know, reparenting and offering it to ourselves. Um, but I feel it's important also to, yes, to do that, but then also to be, to also admit that we do need nurturing from many sources, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I believe we can receive the love, like motherly love from nature, from being with friends, from listening to beautiful music, from mm -hmm. painting, from art, right? It's not just like I'm an island and mm -hmm. I don't need any other human beings. I think sometimes in the new age or whatever you want to call it community, there can be a little bit of a tendency, right? I'm just going to do it all myself. So um, yeah, we yeah. do need others. Yeah. Which is another form of um, maladaptation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I think from what I've gathered, it's like the idea that you, you grow so much love within yourself that that's what you come to expect from others. It's not that I don't need it's not well it is it is not a neediness but it is a oh it's hard it is sort of a it is sort of i i, I don't want to use the need word because it's not like a i'm not gonna survive if i don't get this from you kind of need but like oh yes i need that you know like i need water like i <laughs> yeah 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 it's more like the way that we might need nourishment or we might need to oxygen you know like it's not a neediness that we have but it's a base need almost mm. like sort of uh, it's there and it's not going to go away but it doesn't have to be anxious or yeah 
Yeah, and it, exactly. And it can Maybe. be met in, in many forms. I think that's yeah. where the desperation comes from, mm-hmm. is when as adults, we are putting this pressure on our parents, whether they're alive or not, we still do the same thing. It's like, you, you must provide me all this love, you know, that I didn't get. And then we often transfer that onto our partners. But it, like what Edie was saying, if you can diffuse that and be like, you know what, like, yes, it is a need. I have a need for love. I have a need to be seen. And I always will. Like, I, I think it's not realistic to expect that will go away, but can I be open? Like, can I have a different perspective and know that this need can be met in, in multiple ways and I can meet it part of it for myself as well? Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. Yeah. So Edie, when you were creating these, these paintings in general, what was your, did you have a specific intention with them or they... Oh yeah, each one, each one is a little birth and a little pregnancy and a little, well, a little like some little and some big. Like it, it's each each painting of the deck is its own, uh, you know, or uh, origin story and its own birthing story and its own. So some of them were, uh, yeah, very specific. I can think of right now. Um, the card uh, for power, for example, which um, I can show in a second, but like it's, it was a painting that was part of a series and it was very much about, um, yeah, about digging into ancestry and roots and rooting and transformation and transforming and, and it became, which is very cool to me that that became the power card. So it was painted with a, with kind of a purpose or these like elements that I included into it, definitely. Um, I feel like something like this card needs, yeah, also like each of them have, this card would have been um, a more playful kind of transmission, but like that I wasn't linking to at that moment to needs. Again, this was such a cool for me, re sort of like reframing of what this means. But I always had in my in my field and in my uh, consciousness for this, that it was community, which is very similar, you know, like so, but these came about in, in ways that they did, which is, yeah, very different for each one. Um, Do you have kind of a, a vision for what something's going to look like when you do it or is it more like you're trying you're expressing a a sense and then it's kind of un it, it reveals itself to you as you do it like how yeah i yeah i often have a vision and then uh not sometimes no i actually think the mother card was was a um a flow without knowing where it was going to go i mean you never really know where you're going to go but i do often have uh it's sort of in meditation or like i i get a vision like i get a clear idea of like i see the picture and it never actually looks the way that the painting looks which is interesting too it never comes out looking that way i'm always kind of i want to say that sounds negative but it's not i want to say stuck but it's maybe more like limited within my own Mm. sort of um expression like because the way I see it in my head it's it's this thing and then I start painting I'm like oh yeah now I'm making it manifest I'm making it material and it's just always going to be different like mm-hmm. and but then the, the the art from you the, the play is then to find 
the space where I'm like, yeah, where, where there's some sense of now it's, now it's, it speaks or now it's alive. And it's a very subtle thing at some point that comes in and then, and then, and then you can keep going for a while, but then you have to at some point decide this is it. So yeah, there's a little, yeah, there's a journey for each, but often it's a vision, some kind of visual that I start with. Do, do y'all want to say anything else about this card before we conclude? Thank you so much for doing this with me. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having us. <laughs> no, it feels Maybe. good. We good? Okay, cool. Yeah. So this song, um, I Am The Love, J Ma, is out today. So I'm going to play it actually now. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. All right, bye.
into the podcast, y'all. Please like, subscribe, rate, comment, whatever the platform you listen to podcasts on offers you as a way to let its algorithm know that you're enjoying these episodes. That really helps. Also, there's some links in the podcast description notes that allow you to support the podcast in a way that benefits you and us. So please check those out. And if you'd like to stay in touch with me, you can sign up for my mailing list at portersinger.com. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.